Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of 7th Avenue Presbyterian Church. Our reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 17, verses 6 through 19. Katie Evanbeck is preaching. Her sermon is titled Red Barn House. You'll find the link to our complete announcements in your email. Here are a few highlights. The nominating committee is seeking nominees of those who may be willing to serve on our leadership council. Council leaders serve a two-year term. All these positions require persons of Christian maturity, warmth, and imagination. You're invited to email the names of nominees to Michael Tenbrink by tomorrow the 17th. The committee asks that you include a brief comment on why your nominee should serve our beloved community at this time, and please consider including yourself on your list. This Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. on Zoom, we will have a simple service in the style of Taze with prayer chants in candlelight. I invite you to join us for that. Next Sunday, May 23rd, we will be celebrating Pentecost with a live worship service at 10 a.m. via Zoom. We'll be having communion, so I invite you to have bread and cup prepared. And in anticipation of Pentecost, Rod Swanson has a few words to share about AbleWorks, one of the organizations we'll be supporting with our Pentecost offering. And a reminder that if you're interested in donating, please be sure to indicate Pentecost offering in the memo line. Our special offering for Pentecost helps deepen the connection between our church and the local organizations supporting under-resourced youth. One local organization is AbleWorks, a nonprofit fighting for economic justice in Northern California. Founded in 2005 with a passion for focusing on the underlying issues by providing under-resourced communities with financial education, life skills, assets, and connections to the larger community and economy of the region. My endorsement is based on four years serving as a volunteer high school instructor with AbleWorks flagship program, Future Profits. The year-long in-class curriculum blends essential life skills with practical financial knowledge. AbleWorks has served over 9,000 students and continues to grow. One key factor for their growth and success is strategic partnerships with progressive teachers and school administrators who understand the value of preparing high school students to make choices that lead to economic mobility and success. AbleWorks' other innovative programs include LiveAble, a cohort-based support financial goal setting, and career management program for single mothers ages 18 to 30. And Achievable, a life skills and career program for college-age youth pursuing a non-traditional path. AbleWorks reconciles the harsh realities that youth and young families face during pivotal times by making connections to vital resources, educational opportunities, fostering community, and providing support 
to help equip individuals to overcome barriers. If you are interested, I would be happy to share my personal experience with AbleWorks. And now in preparation for worship, you're invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God.
Let us pray. God of love, our hearts are filled with gratitude that you have sweetened our lives with your presence. Give us vision to witness the very essence of the Christ in all whom we meet. Forgive us when we do not. Make us your church open to all. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. God guides our paths, enabling us to see clearly and love deeply. In gratitude, we open our hearts wide to receive God's love. And it is ours. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 17, beginning with verse 6. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God, we give you thanks for these ancient words. Open our hearts and minds that we might hear your word for us this day. Amen. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you, 
for the words that you gave to me I have given to them, and they have received them, and know in truth that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy One, protect them in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me. I guarded them, and not one of them was lost, except the one destined to be lost, so that the scripture might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have made my joy complete in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I asked you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, so that they also may be sanctified in truth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Thanks be to God.
O God, you have exalted your only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph to your kingdom in heaven. Do not leave us comfortless, but send us your Holy Spirit to strengthen us and exalt us to that place where our Savior Christ has gone before, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. Good morning, friends. It's wonderful to be with you this morning. When I say the word with, I make the gesture of air quotes because for many of us, our understanding of togetherness has been challenged, strained, and perhaps transformed in the context of a pandemic that brings us together today virtually. Before we dive into today's lectionary and the message on my heart, I wanted to provide you with an additional snippet into my background as a way to introduce myself, and introduce an image that resonated with me when reflecting on this week's gospel message. My name is Katie Evanbeck. I was born and raised in Southern Indiana in a town with the motto, New Albany, Indiana, the sunny side of Louisville, Kentucky. My mother, a hippie, and my father, a beatnik and former Roman Catholic candidate for holy orders, found familiarity, comfort, and welcome at the local Episcopal church. I lived in a neighborhood subdivision in the suburbs. The houses were brand new, three four bedroom homes along two parallel roads, each ending in a cul-de-sac. It was the epitome of privilege. And yet our home was very different than the other 60 plus homes on the block. My house was a giant red barn. Some of you may be familiar with the old restaurant Oh, maybe even the current restaurant, Bob Evans. It's a restaurant chain with a signature red barn as its restaurant space. I think Bob Evans even has a line of frozen food. Well, my brother and I used to joke and direct friends to our house by stating, just look for Bob Evans. Turn left off the main road and keep driving until you see Bob Evans on your left. They'd ask how many houses and how far? We'd say, don't worry about that. Just keep driving. Time and time again, friends would arrive and say, yep, you were right, it looks like Bob Evans. The physical appearance of our home was definitely out of place. Later when I learned my parents challenged a neighborhood association rule on congruent lawns, I realized that not only uh, my home, but also my family was much different than the community in which I belonged. Both my mother and father have died in the past three years. 
They are both characters in their own right, but today I want to reflect on that decision to buy the only red barn house in a new development, heck, in the entire county to my knowledge, and what that may mean for you and me today. I invite you to keep that image of a red barn house in your mind as I move to today's lectionary. Today we hear Jesus praying to God about his friends. Prior to this passage, Jesus has told them the hour is coming and that the Father is with him and that he has said these things so that they may have peace. He continues to tell them to buckle up. In this world, you face persecution, but you take courage. I have conquered the world. And then we hear, as Jesus prays for his friends, a prayer for protection so that they may be one as we are one and a prayer for sanctification. Sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they may be sanctified in truth. Sanctification, this action of making or declaring something holy, does not end there. Jesus continues in John 17, 20, praying, I ask not only on behalf of his friends, but on behalf of us all, on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word. My friends in Christ, today we are hearing Jesus pray for each and every one of us. Jesus spoke these things in the world so that we may have his joy made complete in ourselves. This joy that leads us to, as John 17, 26, love with what you have loved, me may be in us and I in them. Jesus prayed then and prays now for the protection of those who believe in him, even those that don't. And protection, my friends in Christ, is that we, we still need it today. That which is holy has been spoken and lives and moves in and through us. The Holy Spirit, that is the divineness in each and every one of us needs protection. This joy, this joy that we carry and share is a light. It is to be protected because it is what shines through us. This joy is the sanctified spirit that enables us to love God, love ourselves and our neighbors, and when we fail, repent. That is what needs to be protected because time and time again, we are barraged by and with worldly things set out to dim or attempts to even snuff out our light. And at times through our own sin, we attempt to inflict the same harm on others. So you may be thinking, what the heck does this have to do with that red barn house? I told you we'd get back here. Thinking about aspects of my life and faith, I've been reflecting back on growing up in that red barn house. That house was sacramental in nature. It was in all its bright red color and barn-shaped glory, an outward sign of an inner spiritual grace, the inner spiritual grace of what was happening inside that house. There was no escaping how out of place it was. It was like no other on the block. It was the house growing up where our friends would run away to. Mom would welcome the runaway and quietly call a parent saying their child was safe. It was the house where people could come and safely question their faith, sexuality, God. And when a friend's mom laughed at his ceramic projects, my house became the beneficiary of two worth, years worth of high school creations. At the Red Barn house, 
The people inside welcomed and loved all who walked through the doors. This joy that Jesus prays for to be protected is for us to be like what that red, red barn house was. We're to stand out and look and act differently. We are to be in this world, but we are not of it. We as Christians should be easy to point out. And in the event that we are risking and loving as Jesus did, our joy must be protected. This is vulnerable, tiring work when we really dig into the love thing. So today, I find comfort in a God that prays for me and a God that prays for themselves. And I find comfort in the Holy Spirit that strengthens my joy, our joy, in times of difficulty and separation. In closing, thank you for welcoming me into your red barn house. May the light that shines within us lead us safely through this day. Till we meet again, I wish for you, my friends, God's love to light your way. That little snippet from a summer camp long, long time ago. I offer this reflection in the name of the Most Holy, the Undivided Trinity. Amen. We believe in God, whose joy it is to call us beloved. We believe in Christ, whose joy is made complete in us. We believe in Spirit, whose joy lives in us and through us, empowering us to be one body. This we believe. Amen. Spirit, guide me on through all my days and nights, through darkness into light. Spirit, guide me on. Spirit, guide me on through all my days and nights, through darkness into light. Spirit, guide me on. Through darkness into light.
Let us pray. Light of life, we give you thanks for the home we find in creation, for the sun warming our bodies, for the shade offered by trees, for the community of animals, the beauty of life all around, and the vibrancy connecting us. We offer our thanks and praise. As we begin more and more to emerge from our dwelling places, our protective arcs, be with us as we find our sea legs again. Help us to be patient and kind with ourselves and with one another. You are the God who welcomes us when we are afraid and in need of safety. You are the God who celebrates with us as we play and create. And so we pray that wherever we find ourselves as restrictions begin to change, you will still be there, caring for the light we carry. Though it has been a long time since we have gathered physically as one body, We know that each of us is navigating a whole world with layers of complexity. There have been births and wonderful new beginnings. There have been deaths and challenging medical changes. There have been both great possibilities and overwhelming unknowns. And so we pray that you would be with each of us, with those we love, with those we are tasked with caring for. We pray that you would be with our worry and with that holy joy still flickering and in need of protection. And now in silence, we continue in prayer to you. We make this prayer in the spirit of the one who taught us to pray, saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. 
thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For, For thine is the, is kingdom, the kingdom and, and the, the power and the glory forever. forever. Amen. Amen. As you go forth, may the light that shines within you light your way.
And may the grace of God, the peace of Christ, and the power of the Spirit be with those who work or watch or weep this day. May God tend the sick, give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, and shield the joyous. Amen.